0: A message about how to live not a religious experience, but how to live a life in actual relationship with God. A life that, like Jesus' himself, in every way, action, and thought brought glory to the Father. So this is a life that all those names you talked about in the beginning, that's the, that's the type of life that all of those people strove for. A life lived both in fellowship and obedience to God. A life that is willing to sacrifice anything, small or great, in order to achieve a goal. And that goal is of building something that would last for the glory of God. So again, if you go back, and he's saying, these sayings are mine, right? So what specifically is Jesus talking about? Like he just said, you go back, you look at the whole message he had just given. It's very interesting, because he was talking to a, a very religious people, Right, says at the beginning of the chapter that a lot of the people that were that he was speaking to specifically, they're already followers of him, right? So they 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 were they were seeking after spiritual things. But just in general, you know, the, the children of Israel at this time, they were a very religious people. Right? They had they had a very rigid system of religion. So much so that that their, their spiritual leaders had come up with a whole nother system of laws to help them keep the laws that they had. That's how, that's, how, that's how religious they were. But if you go back and, and, and read down through the passage, the, the, the previous chapters, it's interesting, Jesus, Jesus comes down very hard on some of those people. In fact, some of the people who are, who are supposed to be the, the most religious, right, the, the scribes, the one who, who, had the, who had this, who had God's word, and could read it and taught it. And the Pharisees, the, 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 the quote-unquote religious leaders, the ones who, who almost fanatically kept the law, Right? What did he call them? Do you remember? He called them hypocrites, which that word um, literally means an actor. These people were acting. Right? This 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 was just something that they that they played at, if we could use that word. And Jesus came down hard on that. He said, Well, what, what is the what is the flip side to that? He said, Look, it's not it's not necessarily about what you do, though, though I'm not coming to throw that all away. Right, I'm not coming to destroy the law, he said. I'm coming to fulfill it. And how did he fulfill the law? He said, look, you need to have the heart of my father. You need to have the heart of God. And everything you do is pointing glory to him. When he said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works in what glorify your father which is in heaven. So it's a life lived, yes, in obedience to God, but more than that, with a heart of obedience to God. With a heart of to God. Not just acting, but having the heart behind the action. That was everything that Jesus had talked about in the previous verses. So that is this firm foundation that we are supposed to be building on. That is the foundation of stone. A light built on the sayings of Jesus Christ. His word. So are we building on the words of Jesus Christ? You know, not, not, not just... Not just playing at religion. No, we come, we meet, we do all the things that we're supposed to do. Um, uh, My old preacher in New York used to say, "Putting on the dog um, when you come to church, right?" No, are we are we just playing at religion, or do we actually have the heart of Christ? You know, we talked in Sunday school about being a man after God's own heart. It's that idea. How seriously do we actually take the instruction, the wisdom? And the reproof of the word of God. Uh, We would turn to Matthew 22. Matthew 22. We're going to look at a similar passage here. Matthew 22. We're going to look at verses 37 through 40. Matthew 22, 37 through 40. So let's start in verse 34. Matthew 22, verse 34. It says, When the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they gathered together. So once again, these these so-called religious leaders. And when one of them, which was a lawyer, (laughs) I gotta love lawyers, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, That thou shalt love the Lord thy God, with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, this is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it: Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So now we could we could you know go we could look at specific we could look at the Ten Commandments we could go back we could read through Matthew chapter five through verse seven, uh, through chapter seven look at all the specifics of. You no, know, the things we ought to be doing, right? The things we, we should be doing, the commandments of God, how we need to obey. But this this lawyer came to Jesus. He says, okay, what, what's what's the most important one, right? If you really needed to specify one thing you should be doing, what is the most important law? Jesus, says, look, how about I do this? I'm gonna sum up everything. The Old Testament, the New Testament, all the law and the prophets, all your teachings, I'm gonna sum up into two commandments. One, that thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. The first and great commandment and the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. So this here, if we had to say, okay, what is, what is, this, what is this foundation? What is this, what is this sure foundation that we're supposed to be building our lives on? That we could boil it down. We see that, that it's the instructions, it's the word of the Lord, it's the sayings of the Lord. Well, if you had to boil it down, it's this right here. It's these, these two commandments. All of, all of God's word can be boiled down in the essence to these two commandments. To love God with everything you have and to love everyone else as much as you love yourself. Um, which I think for most of us would be loving everyone else with everything we have. Um, <laughs> like I know, I know that's what it would be for me, right? I, I pretty much love myself with everything I have. So um, loving other people would be pretty much loving them with, with everything that you have too. Um, so the, the whole book and this commandments, the whole book with its commandments, principles, parables, teachings, etc. can all be boiled down, can all be summed up in those two, on the face of it, simple commandments. Love God with, every, with everything you have and love others as much as you love yourself. So this, this then is the foundation of the stable house, the house that is going to Survive the storms. So, you've looked at the first foundation, the foundation of stone being God saying specifically, Love God, love your neighbors. All right, so what is the second foundation? So, building on the foundation of sand. So, if you would turn back to chapter 7. Verse 26, and everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not will be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and great was the fall on it. So we'll look at the second foundation. And ultimately, ultimately the foundation of the second house was kind of nothing. Right? You say, well, you know, we know the song, the foolish man built his house upon the sand, right? So, okay, so you have the rock foundation, you have the sand foundation, but really, if you really look at it, the second house was built on pretty much nothing. Um, So what what does this represent? Well, I think this then represents anything, obviously, that we do that doesn't fall under the category of being built on the sayings of Christ. Right, so we know specifically, okay, the foundation, building a a house on a solid foundation that's building upon God's sayings. So obviously... This house is built upon nothing. Well, it's, it's building our lives upon anything that's not a part of those two things, of loving God with everything we have and loving our neighbors as ourselves. That's building upon the sand. <clears throat> um, Look at verses 21 through 23. So just right up, chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. This goes right along with us. It says, now everyone, that, um, now everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord... Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. For he that doeth the will of my Father, but he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils. And in thy name have done many wonderful works. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. This is, this is so interesting because so you have these people. You know, it says in the last days they come before Jesus and say, Look, Jesus, look at all these things we do. I mean, these are, these are great things. It says, um, Look at all these things we've done. We've prophesied in your name. We were representing you, we, we, were, we were prophesying in your name. And, and thy name has cast out devils, and thy name has done many wonderful works. And this, this is kind of harkening back to the attitude of the Pharisees. The Pharisees kept the law, probably better than any of us have ever done. They kept the law. I mean, they're, they're spiritual people, right? But what is Jesus' reaction to them? Then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So once again, this this building upon a solid foundation, it's not not religiosity. It's not not doing good things. It's not this this system of religion. It's something more than that. And again, if you go back and you look at the, the thrust of this passage, it can be seen as doing the right things. In other words, doing a whole lot of building. But not building on any foundation. And again, this was the whole problem of the Pharisees. They are doing a lot of good things. You no, know, they, were, they were building away, right? You look at those Pharisees, man. Those, those Pharisees, look at those Pharisees' house. Man, look at that house they're building. My goodness, those guys are just building night and day. Look at that thing. Look at that monstrosity of a house. Man, those guys Those guys are really building. Those guys are spiritual. But Jesus says, no, that's not the point. It's not, about, it's not necessarily how hard you built. It's not how nice of a house you built. It's not the point. It's are you building on the right foundation. You see, those Pharisees, they were doing a lot of good things, furiously building away on these huge grand structures, these Taj Mahal-type lives. But they were like little kids on the beach building sandcastles. Yeah, you might be able to big, build some big impressive things, and maybe you've seen, I've seen some sandcastle competitions. It's pretty incredible what those people can build like these intricate things. It's like, I can't build that thing. But what happens when one good wave comes? What happens when one good rainstorm comes? That thing's gone. Right, it's completely gone. And Jesus is saying, look, you know those people, sad as this is, but these people that are, that, are, that seem like they're so furiously spending their lives building away, and they're building these, these nice big houses, what's going to happen? One good storm comes, and that thing's going to be gone. That thing's going to be gone. It's not, not necessarily a question of how nice the house is. It's not necessarily a question of how hard are we, are we building this house? Man, what, what does our house look like? How, how big is our house compared to someone else's house? You know, are we, are we building up to code? You know, this person, man, they got a nice house. They're not building up to code. I'm building up to code, right? I'm building it structurally sound. Well, yeah, all that's great, but it doesn't matter anything, Jesus is saying, if you're not built on a solid foundation. It doesn't matter anything if you're not built on a solid foundation. So how seriously do we take our foundation? You know, continuing with that with a building analogy, you know, all of us in our lives are building some sort of structure. Right? You you can't you can't not build. All of us are building something. You know, maybe maybe some of us at our lives like, man, I've done I've done a whole lot of building. You know, I'm pretty proud of this building I've put up. It's a pretty amazing building. You know, uh, This whole building according to code. You know, I've done everything the right way. Man, this is, this is a pretty impressive, impressive structure. I look over at that person's building. <laughs> they they kind of got a little shack over there. They're kind of lazy. They're not doing much. Look at my building. Pretty amazing building. <clears throat> so all of us are building some sort of structure in our lives, which is great. I mean, the point of this isn't to say, you know, don't be built. Be building. Do things the right way. But the point is, sometimes we focus all our attention to the beauty and the soundness and the, and the stability of the structure without giving any thought to the foundation at all. You know, if you're, if you're a builder, maybe this especially resonates, but even, even if you're not, you know, I, think, I think you can understand this concept. You know, if you're having a, if you're having a house built, you know, you're building this big, imposing structure, you're not gonna tell the, the workers, you know, I don't think the foundation's a really big deal, just, just build it right on the plot. I mean, that, that, that's foolish, that's stupid. Why would you invest so much into this thing that's going to be structurally sound, right? But yeah, I think we do the same thing in our lives. We fervently and frantically build up a sweat and toil away trying to keep up appearances and build an unimpeachable structure completely up to every code and up to date and in fashion. We size up and compare our houses to those around us. But then comes the storm. Then comes the storm. So we looked at the foundation of rock. We looked at this foundation of sand, which seems to be no foundation at all. So let's go ahead and look at the storm. So what is the storm? So this point needs a little clearing up. So the Bible doesn't tell us precisely what the storm is. It just says the rains, the rains descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house, and it fell. The one fell um, and the other fell not. So what are the storms? What are the storms? So I'd like to submit that the storms are anything that that test the integrity of the structure. The storms are anything that test the integrity of the structure. So that could be anything. That could be anything. Um, Anything comes up that is is of enough force where if the house is not built on the right foundation, it's toast. Anything that is not built to withstand storms. So you've probably all seen you know, footage of the aftermath of hurricanes. You know, we had There were some pretty big ones recently down in Florida. It seemed like they're always having um, big hurricanes down in Florida. You probably remember Katrina. Um, just remember watching videos of that. But even just this one recently, there's one here uh, fairly recently, and it hit where my brother lived in Florida. And I'm sure you've all seen videos of this, right? Um, so they're, you know, they're, they're walking down with the camera, so uh, there's, there's a house, you know, you're looking at where a house used to be. You know, now it's, it's two blocks down in the Walmart parking lot, right? Um, man, what, what's up with this house? You know, it used to be here, and now it's there. Well, a storm came. A storm came, and the, the house did something it wasn't supposed to do. Um, it was not supposed to move. It wasn't built on, on a correct foundation. So that's what the storms are. The storms are anything big enough to test that house, so, you know, it might, it might be a Job type of situation. Think back to the life of Job. Man, that guy that guy faced some storms. Think of, of you know, anybody in the Bible who who faced a concentrated amount of storms. It was Job. Man alive. That guy went through it. Um, you know, physical things. Um, spiritually, seemed like God had forsaken him. He went through through, through a crisis of faith there. Um, family troubles. His wife kind of turned against him. He's going through some family issues. Not to the fact that, not to mention the fact that all his, his, um, his kids had died. So, I mean, he's going through tragedy. Um, he lost everything that he had. He went from being wealthy to poor in the space of one day. All this happened. Family struggles, great loss, financial issues, um, spiritual issues, all at one time, right? This guy was going through some storms. So maybe those are the type of storms that we could face. Those, maybe those are the storms that are testing our foundation. You know, sometimes we can look at, our, we can look at this, this life that we're building, this, this house that we're building, and say, oh man, this seems pretty structurally sound. But it's amazing how, you know, something can come along and just how quickly that all can come tumbling down when you're not built on the right foundation. And maybe, maybe some of you can, can identify with this. Maybe you're going through one of those type of things or a combination of it. Man, that's hard. You know, storms come. Hard things come in life. And maybe maybe you're kind of sensing some, some things tumbling down. So maybe, maybe, it's a, maybe it's a type of Job situa- situation. These are all certainly legitimate testing. And houses have crumbled under each one of those things, for sure. However, I'd like, I'd like to further submit that the ultimate testing of the foundation is going to be at the judgment seat of Christ. The ultimate testing of our foundations is going to be at the judgment seat of Christ. That will be the ultimate storm, if you will. Because see, maybe maybe we built maybe we built such a structure to where these different trials of life come, you know, maybe maybe a shutter blows off here and there, maybe a window breaks. But you know, not 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 too much happens. We can kind of patch it up, we can fix the facade, we can keep moving on. Well, there's gonna come a storm one day in all of our lives where if you're not built on the right foundation, all those facades are gonna blow away. They're all going to blow away. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, we're going to look at verse 10. And we're going to read down through here a couple of verses. So let's read. It says, according to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. For other Verse 11, for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. but he himself shall be saved. Yet so as by fire. So you look at this passage, say how does this passage relate? Well, you know, maybe maybe you, can, maybe you can build and build and build and you weather the storms of life. But how sad would it be to ultimately have all that happen, right? You spend all your life building, weathering, repairing, patching, building this life. And then you get up to heaven and you, standing before the Father, and he's judging every man, and your turn comes, right? He, he, sends, he sends this structure through the purifying fire, right? And all you've built is with the wood hand stubble. Here I think representing not building on that solid foundation, right? Not having built something solid, not having built something permanent. And you, build, you pass through this, this, you know, this, this great, huge structure and it comes out the other side, and there's nothing left. There's nothing left. All that's left is the foundation. How terrible would that be? And even more, how terrible if, if you didn't have a foundation at all, obviously. Not, e- not even having ever accepted Jesus Christ as your foundation to build on. Now, How also sad is it to, to have spent a whole life having, having the sure foundation. You've accepted Christ. You know who he is. But you spend your whole life just building selfishly, building on the sand, not building on the foundation you've been given. And one day you get up to heaven and he tries all those things you've done and you have nothing left. What a shame that would be. What a shame that would be. And it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. So what are we building on? What are we building on are we building on the solid foundation of Jesus Christ are we building on the solid foundation of his words of his teachings see sometimes we're really good at making our own foundations um, even sometimes I think sometimes we can get distracted by by religious type things right and here we have Jesus he boiled down the he boiled down all the all the all is teaching you know, those two things: love God with everything you have, love your neighbor as yourself. And it's like even even with those two commandments, man, you could, you could you could fill up the rest of your lifetime just trying to keep those two commandments, right? That's 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 enough. But it's 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 interesting how, and I'm 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 speaking to myself first, how it's so easy to focus on on peripheral things, right? when there's, 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 such, there's such clear commandments in Scripture, but we, we, can, we, can, we can gravitate can we can focus on periphery things, right, like um, religious type things. I'm not saying those are all bad things. But man, if, if, you're, if you're not even on the foundation, you know, if, if you're not even in your heart, your heart is not pure toward God where you're serving Him with everything you have and you're not doing your best to love others as yourself, I mean, why do all those other things even matter? They don't, but man, it can be so easy, you know, just, just to lock on these, on these little periphery things, things that don't really ultimately matter if you're not loving God and you're not loving those around you. They don't matter. But it's so easy to do. Simply loving God with a pure heart and loving your neighbor as yourself is a lifetime job. But we, like the Pharisees, can develop our own systems of religiosity and focus on those things so much that we miss the bigger picture. We build and we build and we build and we argue how this is the only right way to build but maybe we're not even building on the foundation. And I think anything built in pride really can't be on the right foundation. It really can't. Anything built on pride, I don't think can be on the right foundation. Because again, everything's about, supposed to be about glorifying God, not glorifying me. You know, this isn't to say that Jesus is saying that the building, how you build your building doesn't matter at all, right? That's not the point. The point is, even if your building is perfect, if you're not building on a foundation, it is going to ultimately fall. It may last every storm that life has to offer, but no building not built on the foundation of Jesus Christ is going to have anything left after it is judged by the all-knowing, all-seeing God. You know, men and women throughout the ages have understood the extreme importance of living and, in some cases, even dying for the privilege of living a life built on the foundation that is Jesus Christ. And I guess the question I want to ask myself and ask all of you is are we doing the same? Are we doing the same? So we have the same Bible, the same Savior, and the same Holy Spirit living within us that all of those had. All those names I mentioned at the beginning. You know, men, men like Stephen, you know, the first martyr. Men like um, Elliot and Nate Saint. Men like that, men like William Tyndale. You know, these great men of the faith that we think of. We have the same thing that all of them had. We have the same foundation. We have the same God. We have the same Holy Spirit within us. You know, and everyone is going to build something that looks a little different. But one thing is the same. We all need to be building on the same foundation. The foundation of hearing and heeding the word of God. Are you building on that foundation today? Let's pray.